what is going on in America. This is my perspective of what the Lord is doing in the United States. Stay tuned. Good evening, everybody. I'm glad you could uh, join me tonight. Um, I would like to give my perspective as being a pastor and uh, what is happening in America at this time. Uh, I believe it's a we're experiencing a great awakening. Um, if we would obey the Lord and trust him, he will do great and mighty things. And we need to trust him. And I urge you to seek the Lord and follow him. So what is going on with America? We see a bunch of mess going on in the Capitol building right now with uh, these uh, wicked people scurrying around as if they're panicking as if they don't have any options left trying to impeach the president when he there's no grounds for impeachment and trying to throw around the 25th amendment when neither one fit he is not qualified for either one to be either impeached or deemed incapable of holding office. What we see is a spiritual battle, and not many um, notice, but there are people. They are catching on. People are beginning to notice around the world, and it's already happened in other countries, but. The Great Awakening. People are awakening to, to the light. They're being drawn out of the darkness and they've seen the light. And they're being uh, rescued from the darkness. They've, they're putting their faith and trust in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They see the need for the Savior who sacrificed his life. For us, uh, Ephesians chapter six says to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Well, I believe that we are in the evil day. We are at war with the devil. Satan is behind this chaos that we are seeing. He is behind all of this confusion. God is not the author of confusion, but the devil is. He is trying to deceive the masses and trying to rule with deception and with evil and with wickedness. Well, he has people that are 
have been their souls have been sold to the devil as it were they've given up their life for that for the deception of the devil whether it be because of greed or for power and they go in hand in hand but we see this battle raging right now between good and evil and we see that it's not just two opposing um, ideologies it's not a obviously now it's not a party two opposing parties say Republican or Democrat it's not even that but it's good versus evil and we have through these last few days are realizing that there is evil on both sides and what is happening now is a cleansing the wicked ones are being identified and being called out they are getting the we are getting proof of who is who who's on the side of the good and who is on the side of evil so we have to realize remember where this is a warfare against the devil it's not against people he wants to take all the people he can to hell with him and he will do anything he can to destroy people he's doomed to hell but we as humans have an option we can repent accept jesus as our lord and savior and be saved be redeemed from our sins and from the the doom and destruction eternal death and we can have everlasting life through jesus christ our lord and savior but satan would rather deceive men into thinking they don't have an option they need to side with the devil well he noticed that he is the spiritual wickedness is in um principalities and powers in rulers of darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places and it's the highest of all places here in this country and we see this wickedness and this cancer um emanating and it's because of the deception because of they've turned their back on god i suppose or because they don't believe the words of God, possibly. But nevertheless, we have a problem, and it's wickedness. It's not an opposing opinions, but it's down to the core. It's because of evil. And, of course, we all have the choice. Which side are we on? But there is... Um, hope here we seem maybe looking at it maybe our perspective is well we've lost we have now it's going to be communism communism socialism it's going to be taking over our country the u.s and there is no hope but it's not over yet um first off I want to quote George Washington 
and he was a very wise man, and he was a godly man. He was a godly president. Quote, it is impossible to rightly govern the world without God and the Bible. End quote. This is by George Washington. He realized the importance for us to follow God's word and to govern with God's word. After all, we'd established this country under God's word with his law. We established this country as a nation. We cannot rightly govern without God and the Bible, and yet uh, they are trying to do just that. They threw out God, they threw out the Bible, threw out prayer in schools, threw out um, trying to break up the family. Um, and with President Trump in office, he's been trying to restore these things, bring God back at the focal points, bring the family back together, back the way to the way God intended it, a father and a mother, father being male, mother being female, leading and guiding their family. We see the need to follow God's way and not govern in arrogance or greed. And they've played this for quite some time, for years and years they've done this. Now their right will prevail. Good will trump evil. I want to go to a scripture of something that we need to do. And I've reminded uh, even my church and my friends and family have reminded of uh, quote this scripture, have quoted it many times. Um, 2 Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, notice he says it's if my people which are called by my name and here in the text in Second Chronicles, he's speaking to the Israelites, specifically to Solomon. And he's telling them that if they're going to follow him and turn from the gods and the idols that they had and listen, bow the knee to God as sovereign, pray, ask for forgiveness. He said he will hear from heaven. He said he will forgive their sins. He will heal their land. He said he would do this if we would call on him, humble ourselves, realize we've 
messed up, realize we've made a mistake, that we've turned our back on him, we have to repent. That's a 180 degree turn from where we're headed back to where we should be going. We need to seek his face and seek the Lord while we are still able. And we shouldn't be in fear or worry about what things are, are what is going on. Uh, we've been facing even a pandemic. But notice what the Lord says in verse 13. He says, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain. Or if I command the locusts to devour the land. Or if I send pestilence among my people. It's interesting that the pestilence there is also, is, uh, also a disease. And we've been fighting a disease for this for most of 2020. But God says, so what? What is a disease to me? If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways... Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. And that's current, even today, to his people. If we would just trust him and do what he's told us to do, he would take care of the difficult things, the things that are out of our control, such as a plague, a disease. There's things we can do to mitigate, but God can eradicate There's something else I want to look at here briefly, Lord willing, is that the rulers of this land, notice their actions. I just mentioned it earlier of their conduct is wicked and they assume that they could get away with it. And they've seemed to have gotten away with it for many, many years, but indeed it has caught up to them. They are fixing to reap the rewards of their wickedness and their wicked actions that they have performed. It is fixing to catch up with them. Now, God has put Trump into office for this reason, to use him as a tool to heal the land and to call out the wickedness. Notice that Trump has said he was going to drain the swamp, and he said that throughout his first term. And that is exactly his goal. He's not done yet. It may seem that the enemy has won, but he has not. Let's go to Romans chapter 13. And I want to look at, we'll start with there with verse 1. And it says, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. So let's get this from that verse. What I get from that verse is that Trump is in office because of God. No one thought that he would even be in the position, even have a chance in being president. And yet there he is. He's been president for four years. Because of the hand of God. Verse 2 says, Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God. 
and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. That's what those that are working for the wicked one have just brought upon themselves, damnation. And it's been coming to them for many years, and it's fixing to uh, be absolved here shortly. So keep the faith. Don't be discouraged. Verse 3, for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good. Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Did you get that? God puts those that are in power in place, and he's called them to do right. He's called them to obey and to serve him. Those that get out of line and disobey and go after the way of the wicked one will be punished. God puts rulers in place to punish the wicked. And that's what I believe he is doing with Trump. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. And that the, those that we have in office that are, are wicked, they're not rulers. And they haven't held their position. They're supposed to be ruling and supposed to be governing, but they haven't done a good job at it. They're just in there to make money. They're just in there to pad their pockets for themselves. They're selfish, greedy. But God puts people in place to correct that. If his people, which are called by his name, will humble themselves and pray and seek his face and turn from their wicked ways, he says... He will hear from heaven, forgive them of their sins, and heal their land. Well, is this a sign that Christians are turning to the Lord and humbling themselves, repenting of their sins, turning from their wicked ways? I believe that they are. Praise be to God for that. But there are people put in place to handle the wicked. To some is quite unorthodox to have been Trump. No one would have thought God would be using him. But yet, do you remember the condition you were before you gave your heart and life to the Lord? says, For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. Now, I want that. Take note to those wicked ones. And it's on, it's Democrats, it's Republicans. Uh, it's the, the majority of the political party and the majority of the government is wicked. And they have been governing in this way for years and they think they can get away with it. They may still think they've even gotten away with it, but they haven't. 
God has put a man in place that will minister for good. So those doing evil, it says, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain. He will execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. It's hammer time, so to speak. It's a, this time where it is time to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. And it's coming, so rest assured. If thou do if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. And I think this fits Trump nicely in what we are facing right now. And I believe the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's able to divide the mind from the body, and it's even able to divide the bone from the marrow. It's alive. It's a lively word. It's a living word. God will hear our voice if we humble ourselves, if we pray, if we seek his face, turn from our wicked ways. We need to repent. We have done wicked things in this country. We've become like a pagan country in this idol worship and abortion, aborting innocent babies. And we've been doing it for years. We've become just like a just your other pagan country because we this worshiping power and worshiping money and sacrificing babies is just what pagan countries do. But God has put a place, someone in place to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Rest assured, God is in control. He has a plan, and he will work all things out for the good. All things work together for the good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. That means we need to step up as Christians and do our part. We need to pray. We need to read God's word and be prepped. For the current day, the fields are white with harvest. There are many souls that need to be saved. We are the ones to lead them to Christ. God has put those in place to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. They're already set in place. It's already taking action. Everything's been set in motion for that to happen. So don't worry. Be anxious for nothing, but by all prayer and supplications, let your request be made known to the Lord. We need to speak to him. We need to keep that communication line open with the Lord, God Almighty. We need to trust him. Nothing catches him by surprise. And one thing, if you are observing what is going on here in the U.S., you can see that the they're frantically in a panic mode trying to get rid of Trump, but God has put them in place, so there's nothing that they can do to root them out.
So I hope this has helped you, give you some encouragement and uh, some hope for the future and some insight in what God is doing uh, here in the U.S. And thank you for listening. I pray that you would serve the Lord, turn your eyes to him if you haven't already, and have a blessed day in the Lord, and let's work together to serve the Lord and be the light, be the salt of the earth. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for what you've done for us. Thank you for what you're doing for us. I thank you that you're in control, that your word does not return void, that we can go to your word and get peace and assurance and hope from your word that you are in control no matter what's taking place, no matter what it looks like around us. We can trust you. I pray that those listening would uh, trust you, give their heart and life to you, and realize you're in control, that you provided a way of salvation for us, and there's no need to be alarmed by the things that are going on around us. But we do need to be active partakers in your will and your way and serve you faithfully. We thank you for your guidance, for your word, We'll give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen.